0: gentlemen welcome to a brand new edition of the corner store podcast i'm your host kevin Koval, and we have our own super producer in-house in the building this is a young woman who does it all because you see her in these streets quite literally in the cash era mobile um one of the flyest finest djs on planet earth has uh, meant a lot to me, has meant a lot to this show, has meant a lot to young Chicago authors and louder than a bomb, and has meant increasingly so much to the vibrancy of cultural space in the city of Chicago, none other than DJ Cash Era. Buh,
1: buh, 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 buh. The that building. was a great intro. Cash Thank you so much. Yo. i appreciate you
0: i'm glad you're on the mic and not on the other side of the glass (laughs) which is normally how we get you here
1: i know i'm saying i appreciate it though thank you so much
0: no 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 thank you you know for holding us down and in this space and you know you're a big reason why we're at wgn you know and and uh it's I'm just, I'm, I'm grateful that for you always, you know, what I mean? I'm
1: grateful for you well, you're a big reason why I'm at WGN. So thank you.
0: Well, I'm glad, I'm glad that the, it's cyclical. So, so cash, you know, the deal, um, you know, let's, let's just, let's kick it off with, you know, what, actually, in, in, instead of talking about where you're from, which we will, um, just kind of outlive for, for folks like what, what all do you do?
1: What all do I do? Yeah. Um, I DJ, true. I produce a W G N WGN radio, huh I help my mom at her store. She owns a re- uh resale shop in Indiana.
0: Right. Tell us a little about it cuz your mom also is your could be your sister by the way. Yeah. yeah. She looks really young. Yeah, she really do. <laughs> um a very fly mom. Yeah, she looks young. Uh what kind of store does she run?
1: It's a resale shop or a consignment shop if you will. It's like a thrift store. Right. Okay. Yeah, but she sells a lot of new items. So she has like 8 to 10 vendors. So they all get their own space to sell as they want to. And she just collects rent from them to pay for the space itself. So I'll go to her. I'll go with her to auctions or I'll go out to the store and I'll help her like price out items, rearrange the merchandise in the store, stuff like that.
0: Stay digging, really. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, which is kind of interesting given your career as a DJ and also kind of finding select you know shit to play for people in various spaces you're Absolutely. also selecting different things for people to wear or to have in their home yeah
1: i sell some of my own stuff in her store actually so like if well, I you're have, a very
0: flat you're a, you know you're a fashion plate look
1: i'm just trying to mimic your style coming that's it
0: that's yeah. it my favorite so there are days where dj cashier and i will damn near be twinning yeah um, all the time yeah which is uh that's that's the day where i know i'm doing it right because i'm like oh damn okay cash pulled. you
1: base it off of me <laughs> yeah exactly
0: then i that i know it's for real hey i appreciate you no, no no vice versa so all right so so your mom does this and and you in addition you you also have been involved in uh making homes right you you're not only are you a res your homeowner
1: yeah i took over my grandpa's house right yeah where it's in uh, Village out in the suburbs.
0: And you you've been yeah, I know of course your grand, you know, your grandfather rest in rest in peace. He meant uh and means kind of the world to you. He had hit a big part in your uh in your raising.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um
0: who 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 is he?
1: He is his name is Howard, but for the last years of his life I called him Gramps. I used to call him Paul when I was little cuz I couldn't say grandpa. Uh-huh. Um But yeah, he was born in Pennsylvania, and uh, I guess like in their schooling system, if you weren't good at like arithmetic or anything, they made you make baskets. So he began having to make baskets, and then he like dropped out of school. So doesn't he didn't get like that high of an education? But he was really good at fixing stuff and making things just work that way. It could keep going. But yeah, he was he was just this really jolly happy old white man i'm yeah i'm biracial yeah um
0: which a lot of people don't know yeah a lot of right? people don't know that
1: yeah so yeah my mom is white um well she's she's also she's mixed mi- yeah she's yeah, biracial she's too. mixed. yeah exactly yeah, yeah. um but when she raps she sounds like she's white um Shots. <laughs> hey she knows that i tell <laughs> okay, her that all the all time right, all right fair enough um but yeah my grandpa was just he took care of me when i was a kid so my mom had me when she was super young she was 18 and he had been in a car accident um my mom was 17 so he wasn't able to work any longer because the car accident they had removed part of his brain which would lead to him having seizures so um he was at home taking care of me all the time so he literally raised me right like he became my father figure because right. i never had a connection with my biological father so he was like grandpa and dad for me
0: wow. yeah wow now and and um is it it's true you have uh since his passing, you've memorialized him on your body.
1: Yeah, I have two tattoos in honor of him.
0: Right. Wait, um, yeah, break them because one of them is pretty fantastic. I mean, I haven't seen the other one. I don't even think, but one of them, you can do what?
1: I can uh, play it back on my phone. It's an app. It's a voice tattoo. Um, so I got the information for that for uh, from Sakaira, SOS because she has her gran- a voicemail from her grandmother tattooed on her. And I saw her video on Facebook, and I'm like, "Yo, that's beautiful." So, um, before my grandfather got super sick because he had cancer, um, I had him just like record this voice message because him and my sister would call each other every night and say the same like script almost. So I just took a part of that script and. What's the
0: script, if you don't mind uh, sharing? Good night,
1: pappy loves you. You'll always be my little girl. Doors. Doors closed shut, eyes wide open. Like, I don't know. It was their thing. I never understood certain parts of it. (laughs) I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, So yeah, when he passed away, he passed away um, October 6th of 2018, which is right before his birthday. His birthday is is October 22nd. And with Christmas coming around, I knew it was going to be really hard for all of us to handle. So I took that audio recording that I had. And I had the audio tattoo made on my right arm. But then I also went to build a bear and got a bear made for my mom, my brother, and my sister. And then I had just audio clips of him from other videos that I had taken throughout the years. So I, like, cut out different pieces of audio of him talking to each one of them and put it in each separate bear. And then with me taking over his house, I had access to all of his clothes. So then I took his clothes, like three pairs of pants and three t-shirts... And shipped them out to a friend in Wisconsin. And she was able to sew together clothes for each bear out of his actual clothes that he used to wear. Oh, my God. And gave that to everyone for Christmas.
0: Cash, you are, you know, in in, in this industry that we're in, you know, the creative artistic space, uh, you are really just, you're one of the nicest. I mean, like, just Thank actually, you. like,
1: genuinely
0: nice. Thank you. Um, how'd you get to be so sweet?
1: <laughs> um. Honestly, I think it's because of my grandpa. I think in all in all of my years and like days that I spent with him, I only saw him get mad once and I only saw him cry once. I saw him cry once when his brother passed away and then I saw him get mad once during like a family argument. And that was it. Every other time he would literally let anything roll off of his back like it was nothing. It was like you could give him the worst news ever and he would find a joke out of it. So I think that's where I get that from, because he was just always so happy. He was never, ever upset. And then if people were upset around him, he would always ask them, like, why are you mad? Why like Why are you feeling this? Trying to help them understand, like, why they're feeling that way and then why they're trying to put it onto other people. So I just I think that just stuck with me because I just feel like there's like there's no reason to be upset all day long. Like if something bad happens in the middle of the day, I still have the rest of the day that I have to get through. I can't let one mishap get me down. Yeah, so I just I mean, keep it going.
0: Yeah, that's a gem. Now, but how? What, I guess what what does make you upset?
1: Because
0: mm. I've never really seen you upset. Never seen you upset. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, and I don't. I don't. Th- I've certainly never seen you cry either.
1: Um, oh, oh, what makes me upset? I'm
0: sure you have to like go through it because I don't. I feel like a lot does not make you upset.
1: It doesn't. Um, when you know what? If if I have an event and the person putting the events together is like constantly on my ass about something but then they are not doing their part i get annoyed but i don't show it because i have to be professional at all times when i'm djing um you know what really you know what really grinds my gears kevin (laughs) (laughs) when i go to the mall and escalators are broken down and they put up a sign saying you can't use them because there's just stairs. Like escalators cannot break. I hate that. I don't understand why they do that. They can still be used.
0: Inappropriate signage is what makes DJ cash. Era. Only
1: at escalators, because <laughs> they're not only, broken. Only they're just stairs. Okay. Like think about it right if you go to the mall and the escalator isn't moving are you going to stand at the top and wait for it to move
0: probably not
1: you're going to keep walking with yeah, it yeah exactly yeah. why are we putting a sign maybe down?
0: there's an epidemic of people just standing for hours there might
1: be if if i could see that i would pay to watch that all day long though that's performance art yeah right? exactly
0: all right so you you're <laughs> you are a you 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 go with the flow
1: yeah absolutely
0: um i want to i want to go back so you you have siblings mm mm-hmm. mhm Uh, where are you in the, in the mix?
1: I am the oldest out of everybody.
0: Okay. And how many are we talking?
1: Uh, four in total. Okay. That I know of. Okay. Yeah.
0: Right. Because so your dad, any relationship with pops or no?
1: No, I never met him. Um, so my mom and him were together for a while. And then when I was born, he moved to Arkansas, like two weeks after I made it home. And my mom had a fear of him, like, trying to take me with him. So she never put his name on my birth certificate. Smart. So, right. So he yeah. couldn't do anything. He left, had two other children. Um, my mom married her current husband, Michael, when I was three. They had two kids. So that's my sister, Carissa, and my brother, Lorenzo. We call him Tutu Bug. Um, <laughs> Tutu Bug? Yeah, that's his name. It's his name, Tutu Bug. Um, so, yeah, I was... Raised with them, so I don't even say, like, oh, that's my half sister or brother, that's just my brother and sister.
0: And you're their big sister for real, exactly. Yeah,
1: and then with my father, he went on to have two other kids, but I didn't know about them until my junior year in high school because he passed away, he committed suicide, um, and we missed the funeral by like a week and a half. And it was for whatever reason, they had it in um, Kentucky. Because he was in the military, so he's buried there at the military um, lot and whatnot. But I ended up meeting the middle sister, La Sharenda, but I never got to meet the younger sister. So I could have possibly walked past her and don't even know it. Right.
0: That yeah. must, That's kind of wild, having uh, blood in the world like that and yeah. not necessarily knowing yeah. if you are having that proximity yeah. or even relationship. I
1: love that I have an uncle out here. My dad had a brother, and he still lives in Chicago.
0: Have you tracked him down or no?
1: I have. Actually, so when I was at... I went to Columbia, um, and my senior capstone course, they wanted us to do, like, a really challenging um, project that would evoke emotions and get raw emotions out of us. So I did this piece called Finding My Father, and it was about me just trying to understand who my dad was and, like, what he was like. But in me interviewing La Sharenda via Skype, she told me, like... Oh, our uncle lives in Chicago, so I think he's a DJ, too. Wow. So she managed to get me his phone number, and I called him, and he was so confused. He didn't know that I even existed, had no idea there was a third child, and I asked him, like, you know, would you be willing to meet? And he was like, nope. He was like, you're over 21, right? I was like, almost. He was like, yeah, it sounds like you're doing pretty good. You're in school, right? You're good. And that was it. We haven't spoken since.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yikes. Um, yeah. well no shout out to him. Um, Not at all. Yeah. So let's t- let's talk about music Um, because that's you know, you're dj cash era after all. Yeah Uh in the home coming up was your mom's putting you on to music How, or was your was your was your grandfather putting you on a music? My
1: grandfather has put me on to music via 8-track Wow. So yeah, well, I know well, about 8-tracks. What were his jams? Oh Life is a rock is one of the major songs that i remember Mm. these are really really old Old. songs (laughs) like no one's gonna know any of these um but yeah he had an eight track so growing up with him i like summertime i would always be in water i love to swim and he would just be out there watching me and he would just put up his eight track player with some speakers and just pop in different eight tracks the entire time so i would just hear the music playing during the summertime Mm. And then my mom heavily put me on music. Like, the reason I'm such a 90s head is because of her. Right. Okay. Cause yeah.
0: Because yeah. your mom, but your mom, how old is your mom?
1: My mom is 42.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we're around the same age. And so, yeah, that makes <laughs> sense then. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But my mom said that in her group of friends, she was the one putting all her friends on a new music. So, like, when Tony Braxton first started out, nobody was listening to her like that. She put all of her friends on. So, with her doing that with her friends, it was kind of just natural. She did it back to me. And she used to have, I remember riding around in cars with her, used to be so annoying. Cause she used to have like the visors that had CDs in them, but she would stuff them past their capacity. So that way, if she hit any bump, you would just get a whole thing of CDs in your lap. Yeah. So, of course, just riding around, I'm always just getting CDs in my lap. And I'm just looking at different CD covers because that's when the CDs actually had, like, they would just mimic the Art. album cover. Yeah, right. Right. So I would just see it all the time. And then when she got rid of the one car, I took all the CDs. So now I have her entire collection of CDs in my database.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, Now, when did you feel like... You might want to be in music. When, when did that happen? Switching from a love of music to right. I might want to begin to play these records that I'm in love with for mm. other people.
1: I don't think. I really don't think it even hit until like maybe four years ago, right? Because I looked at DJing as like a hobby. So when I graduated from eighth grade, my mom is like, my mom is super mom. Like shout out, shout out to my mom real quick. But she reached out to. Um, someone at a major top 40 radio station in Chicago, Uh, his name is Scotty K and asked him if I could shadow him for like four hours. And he said, yes. So as my gift, I got to come down here and shadow him on the radio for four hours. Do you remember what station? 103.5 Kiss FM. Okay. Um, so I got to sit in the studio with him, watch what he did and everything. And then, so I had that going into high school and I went to high school out in the burbs. Um, but I was like a
0: which which burb and what high school
1: Crete I went to Crete Moni High School, Um, but I was like a scholar out there. I was I got ranked as an Illinois State Scholar, graduated in the top ten. I was doing my shit. I Man, listen, you're smart AF. So Preci- hey, listen, appreciate appreciate you it's
0: facts. Um, and were you, is in high school, so you were. Academically, you were on. Academically, point. I was on it. Were you? Were you also beginning to delve into creative space? Were you tinkering with DJing? Then, were you involved? What mm-hmm. else? What else were you doing in high school?
1: When I was in high school, I was a mentor. That's what I was doing. So Makes I was spending sense. my time being a mentor. Uh, we'd mentor the incoming freshman class. So I was doing that, and then all my other spent all my other time was spent in the books. And then I also had a job. So when I turned sixteen, I got my first car. It was a Mitsubishi galant it was blue had my name on the back of it Got wow, it okay. in wow. yeah i so remember the this card. has always
0: been in blue. your in your cypher really <laughs> absolutely <laughs> right um the self-branding what, yes. and what, 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 when you say your na- your actual my name, actual yeah, but like you, my government yeah, yeah, name yeah, you weren't yeah. going by dj cash yet. no i okay.
1: was not no my mom has like always engraved like take pride in my name mm. um because her name is cassandra and my grandmother originally spelled it C A capital S O N D R A and wow. then changed it cuz she didn't like it and my mom always hated it. So when she had me, she brought back the capital S. Which is dope. Right. Love that capital you. S. Yeah. Um but she always just taught me to have pride in it. So she would just give me jewelry and I always have my name on it. So to give me a car with my name on the back window. Pretty raw. One, you can't miss me, she can easily find me, but also it was it looked pretty cool. Um but yeah, in high school I was just mentoring in the books. Um, and all that good stuff. Cause I originally wanted to study forensic science. So when it, ta- when it came time to like pick out a college, I was looking at like these Ivy tech schools and everything. Cause I got accepted into like 18 universities Wow! and all of them were offering me money. Um, but, but you,
0: you eventually end up at Columbia. Columbia.
1: Yeah. I went to a, I went to a college fair and I was looking at like Notre Dame and three other schools. I forgot the other schools. But I remember I got to sit in on a Columbia panel. And when I walked in, the guy there was sitting on the desk in jeans and this button-down shirt. Like, (laughs) they were supposed to be dressed up. When I tell you he was so half-ass dressed up, I loved it. As soon as I saw him and the way he was sitting on the desk, I was like, this is the school. I have to go to (laughs) Columbia. Um, So then I committed. And Columbia was everything. But, yeah, before I got to Columbia, I would just play with a DJing app on my iPad. But nothing serious. And then I would burn CDs and just like call it whatever and just put different songs on it. I'd burn it off of Apple on the iTunes and whatnot. This my computers, so it had CD burners in them.
0: Yo, a lot of a lot of people don't know Look, what that is <laughs> I right now. don't know about this time. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, I would I would love that era though to make it to give give someone a mixed CD. Look,
1: that's all I did. I would just mix CDs and then play them in my car. Yeah, and my friends would just be love like, it. Yeah, yeah, But exactly. I that's had how you it know. down got, by you number. You got the taste. Yeah. yeah, my friends would be like, "Ooh, put it in CD number four. I like. Whatever songs you put on there in the order. So
0: right. I was doing that. So you were that. arranging songs. I was arranging songs, right. not
1: mixing songs. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think anything of it. I'm just thinking, you know, the radio has too many commercials. I got good taste. Let me do I like it on these, myself. Yeah, okay. So that was that. And then when I hit Columbia, my freshman year, first semester, so this is September 2013, I took the club DJ course as an elective because my guidance counselor was like, just take it It's an easy A. And it's in the radio department because I studied radio with a minor in television. Um, my professor was DJ Inc.
0: Shout out, man! Look, what shout a out good to dude. Inc. What a good dude!
1: Shout out to Inc. Because he, he, I still talk to him to this day. If I need advice or anything, yeah. I text him. He's first He's a day. real one, man.
0: And you know, I know him from the day. I know right. him from like clubs in yeah. the '90s and everything
1: like yeah. that. He's a solid dude. He's he's amazing. Yeah, I love Inc. Yeah, and a good DJ he's he's amazing yeah. his turntable skills. oh no no no! he could scratch oh my for gosh. real he's, yeah yes no, he, he yeah. is he's on a whole nother level yeah um i took the course with him and when the semester was over he reached out to me and asked if i was going to take part two of the course and i told him probably not the following semester because i already had my classes picked out and the class was full and he was like you know what i think you have a future in this would you want to, you know, take a gig? I'm like, yeah, I'm in college. I need money. Let's do this.
0: Right. So, and you seem someone who's not turning down money. Right. right? I'm, yeah, I'm not yeah, doing you, that. You get, you get this. Br- I have to. Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: So he reached out to me and then connected me with Young Chicago Authors. And have, I shadowed him one day, shadowed Itch 13 for a day. And then Shout they just threw me into the fire and at louder than a bomb at louder than a bomb right okay so i literally finished the semester december 2013 and come like february march of 2014 i was already djing and getting paid to do it
0: well that's that's funny because I, I remember building um this i don't even know what we called it but but essentially we wanted to find columbia students and this is all with inc to right. uh you know get them to be able to hop up and dj bouts at louder than a bomb yeah and you know it it was to some success and a lot of failure <laughs> and and but then you proved the model to be appropriate you know what Appreciate i mean you, you proved you. <laughs> it to be to be accurate because then i remember when you got there it's like you had um the skills but but also you just had the spirit yeah. you know and, and and kind of i think understood what we were doing yeah. i think that's ideally what we were looking for as someone right. who yes saw it as an opportunity to make a little bit of bread but also that this was a you know you had a responsibility to do the work of a dj meaning like really set a particular kind of mood right which you seemed to just really be able to do from jump street
1: i appreciate you that was that was my first introduction to louder than a bomb and two young chicago authors because i didn't hear anything about it in the suburbs um or at least not at my high school at least so i didn't know anything about it but i was all for it i was like they're letting these kids get on the stage just let people have it like they're calling people out they're speaking their minds they're like you know finding ways to work through their trauma like i'm all for it and i've always loved spoken word so i was i was in it but yeah i think i think the good thing about me starting off djing poetry bouts is that i learned how to read a room um faster than what i would have done if i was just doing parties because it's like with djing a poetry bout you have to one read the room before the slam starts, but then also listen intently and understand the body language of the poet as they're doing their piece, and then play a song to follow up with that. Mm. So
0: nice. Yeah. One, one of my favorite moments of the festival is is uh, when I told I told you that you were going to DJ team finals <laughs> 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 because it was just you know it was it it was just a really beautiful joyous response, and Lord. then you bodied it, and of course ever since you. then have been you know who, I, appreciate who we, who we you. I was so with.
1: nervous because i always saw itch do it and it was like attending it and then djing it was such a whirlwind because attending it i walked in and i see toaster firing off this t-shirt cannon itch is up on the stage playing music people are in the aisles dancing and i'm just like this is crazy and then when you told me you wanted me to be like essentially do what Itch just mm-hmm. did i'm like okay wait a minute i don't know how to get <laughs> people dancing in the aisles but luckily, all the students really rock with me, which I'm forever grateful for. Um, and yeah, I I literally like louder than a bomb is my favorite time of the year.
0: Well, we we love having you now. Of course, I mean, since you know louder than a bomb, you now are DJing. It seems three times a night. <laughs> I mean, you it, yeah. it, it, you're really out here. I mean, you know, we're, we're kind of going to fast forward a little bit, but but just. Even a given week I mean you just got back From your first trip To New York Which right. was a working trip You were out there In a, in a, in a lot of different spaces DJing yeah. But give us a sense Of just a regular week In Chicago for you I mean you have Ooh. It seems like A thousand jobs Right um, But you're also really I mean you've gone from You know A college class An elective To a career Yeah In a short period of time
1: It is really short
0: right? and We're talking a few years
1: Yeah I'm forever grateful um, I'm forever grateful DJing was not was never the end goal at first i always wanted to be on air and then i hit like my junior year and just switched i was like no i want to be behind the scenes so which was was great i like being behind the scenes more on the radio side and then on the forefront djing
0: right because you're very much in you're the you know first and foremost yeah. you know the, the most visible pa- exactly yeah, yeah.
1: But you're a on week, a platform, right? Yeah, usually I'm in a platform or you see me, you know, I'm, I'm always present. I always try to make myself present anywhere I am. A typical week, um, so being at WGN Radio, uh, I've been here for two years now. I got hired here a month after graduation. Thank God, because I was so, so worried. Um, so I'm here every Sunday from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m., never fails. Um, Mondays, If it's like the third Monday of the month, I'm at Soul House with you for Chicago's next. True. Um, Tuesday, my off days are typically Tuesday and Wednesday. Those are my off days unless I get, like, a random gig because now, like, CPS will hire me for different events that they do.
0: Right. Because, I mean, since, you, since even being in that LTAP world, yeah. you've done homecomings, home-comings proms,
1: graduation parties, birthday parties. Right.
0: Like, you can't get at you in May, right? Like Yeah. You're, Look,
1: May is who? <laughs> right. May, May is always booked. May, June, and July are always my busiest months. Yeah. Um, cause I, I track all my gigs based on the, like based on month. Okay. So I track down the day, what it was and where I was at. Um, Thursday nights, I'm usually somewhere for like a happy hour throwback Thursday. I don't think it's rare that I'm off a Friday and a Saturday back to back. Right. It's rare.
0: Cause you're doing all sorts of events. Right. Clubs, but also private parties, uh, different
1: weddings. I have a wedding. I have a wedding coming. I have two or three weddings coming up. It's yeah, different artist shows. I did Matt music show with him. Yeah, I I'm thankful, but I'm literally booked every single Friday and Saturday. So,
0: first of all, you don't get a lot of sleep.
1: No, not really.
0: Right. How do you maintain?
1: I I think the love for what I do is what keeps me going more than anything. Because I can sleep three or four hours and i'll jump up feeling like i just slept for 10 yeah and i just keep going and i don't nap
0: you don't i no I, naps.
1: I can't nap it's if i nap during the day that means that i am extremely exhausted but i can count on one hand how many times i might nap in a year it's rare that it happens
0: yeah well it yeah. sounds like you don't have the time for it
1: i don't have the time to nap really because if i'm not djing then i'm answering emails which that is the worst part
0: Well, we we were were talking about that the other day. I mean, you're you're at the point now, where it's kind of too much of a one. It's really beyond a one-person operation. What you're doing,
1: but right now I'm I'm the only person doing it. Right. So I book myself out. I handle all my emails. I handle all my finances. Everything is on me.
0: Right. But you're you're you've gotten to the point where you're also ready I'm, to I'm
1: think I'm ready to bring on somebody um, just as a booking agent. I don't want a manager. OK, because my thing is, I, I know I can I know I can book myself out. Right. I would just like somebody who can come in and help me get booked and put me in certain spaces that I always want to like have been dreaming to get into. But then also help me with these emails. And like, I feel like a booking agent could easily do that. Because with the manager, they're going to take a percentage of what I make yearly. And I just feel like, if you didn't help me book the event, why are you why are getting you, paid? Yeah. Why are you in my pocket? Exactly. But if you book me the event, then of course you should get a cut of that. Like yeah. you put in the work to get me here. You can get booked for the gigs you book, but outside of that, if I am already booking myself out as it is five to six times a week. Why are you getting that perk? And all you did was sit here and book me for two or three gigs in a month.
0: So you're, you're at this, this interesting point because you've kind of reached capacity for what you're able to handle personally. Yeah. Right. And so and, and in a short period of time and you're still very young. And so I guess when you think about, you know, what does the next five years look like for DJ Cash Era? Like where where are the spaces that you want to move toward in mm. your profession, in your art?
1: In the next five years. I want to keep traveling more. I want to travel more. I I'm making a goal now to travel at least once a year, out of out of Illinois to, to DJ somewhere else. Um, thus far, I'm two years in a row. Last year, I did London. This year, I did New York City. Next year, I'm trying to hit LA. So it's gonna go from there. I also want to get into event curation more. So I've started throwing my own events. I like it. It's really really stressful. I get. Bad anxiety around my events, but everyone thus far has gone off without a hitch. Um, Yeah, what are
0: the names of some of the events?
1: uh, Mission Kisabu is what I'm heavily known for. (laughs) Right,
0: that was the uh, Valentine's Day-ish joint. No,
1: that one was that one debuted. At the tail end of last year, it was like three days before New Year's. Okay. Oh, and that's what... the goal was yes. to help you find that's a Buddha kiss on New Year's. <laughs>
0: that's right. <Yeah.
1: laughs> we did it for that. We're doing... We did it for Valentine's Day. We're doing another one for cuffing season. Um,
0: is, is there an official start to cuffing season?
1: I don't... I, mm, I don't know. I heard that it's draft season right now. So it's Sounds draft like, picks. <laughs> I don't... Look, shit. Kevin. I, look, man. And
0: are you... Are you where where are you at? And Are you...
1: I can be drafted. Oh, you can be, <laughs> <laughs> I can be drafted. I would,
0: think, I would think you would do the drafting. No, nah. nah okay.
1: <laughs> I don't have the energy or the time. Okay. I'm not putting out any type of energy towards it. I'm having. <laughs> I'm not. But I also feel like I'm having a hard time, like trusting a love interest, only because I want to make sure that they're there, like for me as a person, and not like for the clout or just say that they are with me type of thing. Yeah. So
0: that's especially as you, you know, get bigger and bigger. Yeah, that's that's a real thing to kind of, you know, want to be protective of. Yeah. So
1: I don't know. Plus, I feel like I'm too busy almost. It's like I don't want to, you know, part of cuffing season is that you can be cuddled up or do something cute on a Friday or Saturday. If I'm booked every Friday and Saturday, we're not doing anything cute on Friday or Saturday. Right. I don't want to see you Sunday when I get off from work. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Monday I'm probably busy leave me alone Tuesday and Wednesday you might see me Thursday
0: so maybe you're not really looking for a relationship <laughs> I'm
1: not <laughs> yeah. not that's, at all I mean if someone fair. wants to draft me though I'll think yeah, about okay, it okay alright you'll I'll go consider on some dates you know I'll go on dates that's you the, you be asking people out on dates on social media. No, I like, don't. They ask me on okay, dates on social right, media. All right, all right, all right. And then none of them ever fall through. Okay. I'm like, okay, this is a bust. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. That's what I want. I want someone to like pick me up and take me on a date. I right. feel like I orchestrate bomb dates.
0: Right. Yeah, it seems I guess that I guess that's what I meant. It, it seems like you are often the the curator of the of the space of I the am. Date. Yeah.
1: See? I need someone to Match my energy. Okay. Come at me with a date. Okay. Hey,
0: listen. <laughs> hey, it's out there, folks. Hey. Okay. It's out
1: there. I'm just saying.
0: Um, you know um, what? I, I didn't. I didn't do you right up top. We and Max, of course, got snacks for you, and I hey, didn't even. Um, I, I, I just. Hey, I'm so it's sorry. We got this excited. Is, we did. We, we hopped right in. This is a plastic bottle of half and half diet Snapple. The uh, Arnold Palmer, if you Ooh, will.
1: Oh, he did great. I love Arnold Palmer. Salutes These bottles that Max. are plastic look like glass, and they it really throws feel me like off.
0: glass, kind of too. Yeah. I feel like if you drop it. Like oh, if I
1: threw this at someone's head, they're gonna like it glass. Yeah, yeah.
0: Don't don't do that. Nah. Uh, I couldn't see you doing that. Also, nah. uh, Max got you a fairly sizable bag of um Cheetos puffs, uh, made with real cheese.
1: Beautiful. Fairly sizable. Yeah. yeah it's like yeah. it's like almost family size, almost. but not quite that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. I mean. But maybe, you know.
0: He, that's good radio.
1: <sighs> yeah, see you're a pro. <laughs> Um,
0: well, DJ Cashera, um, let's let's give out your socials, and I, I probably got one, two more questions before we before we give out. But wh- where, where not only where people can can find you and stay in tune with what you do, but also how can people book you?
1: Got you. Um, you can find me on everything at DJ Era Literally everything: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. You can find me, and then if you want to book me, the best way is to email me. DJ Cash Era at com, or you can go to com. Everything goes together. My mother stayed on me to make sure I was congruent on everything.
0: And, you know, not that you need the cosign, but really every event that you're at makes that event so much better. Thank you. You know, I mean, and this is going to air you know after this event occurs but even tomorrow night you're you're djing this thing for the chicago cubs yeah. which is going to make that event so much flyer just I'm very that you're excited. that you're in the building you know and and i i don't know i i just I, I can't stress enough like how much you you really do uh transform a space i appreciate you, know? you. no i appreciate you um all right, before before we get out of here, I guess you know we I interrupt a little bit when when you see yourself you know five years from now, but yeah. but where because you know obviously you're at GN and you have this increasingly hectic DJ schedule, right? Like where where are we headed in the in the Cash Era Empire?
1: I want to start. I want to go on tour with an artist or a comedian. I think that would be great. Yeah, I want to do that. I also want to finish the DJ car. Um, oh yeah, so if no one knows. So I have this car. It's called a Cash Mobile. It's all over my social media, you can find it. And it In the streets
0: so you can find and it the streets. you can find it
1: in the streets. But it's a Chevy H H R and it has my logo and graphics on it. It lights up blue at nighttime. It has ground effect lights, and I use that for different events. Um,
0: when people see this car, yeah, it is a it's it's kind of a moment in the evening. It is a know? photo booth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a, it definitely Instagrammable people like, opportunity. People
1: like Mercedes take photos <laughs> in front of the DJ
0: car. That's right. <laughs> By the way, shout out Mercedes Zapata, who yes. is thinking about being the photographer in the corner store Ooh. which would be big that would could you imagine the victory that would be for that's the corner a store? that that's, would be our look, our shit would just really elevate look, elevate get these
1: flicks off mercedes you know what I mean? right she's get in here yeah we'll see mercedes. hopefully hopefully
0: we can entertain her enough to keep her to coming keep back her to the around. corner store so we'll see i hope so yeah tonight tonight is probably it's a it's a feather in our cap okay yeah you've been doing your job
1: i appreciate you but yeah that's in five years um beyond five years i mean i don't want to be djing forever i'm only 24 but i know that there will come a time where i possibly can't hang like i do now so with that that's what i want to lean more on radio and television um so in five years i do want to start working in television more with video editing um or like help score a movie or something so i'm banking on people who went through TAP to come back and use me for their projects for real yeah um and then yeah i the dream goal with radio is to be a music director at a music station. Like one or 4.3 jams, that is. Get at.
0: DJ Cashera Get at that me, would because I
1: would love to be the music director. They're good now, but I think they could just use a little bit of tweaking and make them that much better. Yeah,
0: well, good. I, you know, I um, I already have a few ideas for you that we'll talk about off air. Oh, let's uh, do it. Yeah, Look, but, Kevin's uh, about
1: to make me a millionaire, guys.
0: <laughs> um, hopefully, because then I would then ask you for money. Um, right. I'd ask you to borrow, uh, yeah, at least like you. a few stacks. But I got um, you,
1: like five dollars at least. I got you. You got me.
0: I got you. Right, I might ask after this anyway. But DJ Cashera, <laughs> uh, one more time, socials.
1: Yes, everything is at DJ Cash Era, or if you need to book me, it's DJ Cash Era at gmail.com. Website is www.djcashera.com.
0: Well, DJ Cash Era, you are the super producer of The Corner Store, and uh, we're so glad to have you on the mic, and maybe on the mic more often. You know, we'll get you on Let the mic, know. like, yeah. I got you. Listen, we well, I don't know, we're about to, uh, we're, we're, you know, in, in the spaceship, we're going to have a uh, a meeting of the minds, uh, me, you, Max, a snack door uh mercedes the photographer uh hopefully will join us and yeah good good shit coming in the future and just I, I'm, I'm so glad to be building with you and, and thanks for sharing a little bit of your story of today.
1: course forever grateful for you kevin thank you
0: appreciate you shout out our super producer dj cash era big up boss man todd manley Thank you to our official Corner Store Photog, Mercedes Zapata. Salutes to the Snack Door, Max. Also, please, y'all, follow our Instagram. It's corner underscore pod on IG, on Twitter. Tell us who you want to see in the Corner Store. And also, please consider dropping a couple of dollars into our Patreon account. It's patreon.com, Corner Store underscore pod.
1: The Corner Store is brought to you by Stolen Spirits.